Hola. Welcome, everybody, hey. to Conversations with One Million Meditators. Today is a super awesome day. I'm here with Ambassador Leah. She's joining us all the way from Miami in the beautiful, gorgeous sunshine. Welcome, Leah. Thank you so much for Hi. being here today. Leah Very is happy to be here. I'm so excited to see you. Um, Leah is a trained as a teacher with more than 20 years of experience as a personal resilience mentor and as a certified clinician by the HeartMath Institute for Stress, Anxiety, and Emotional Regulation. Also certified as a mindfulness and meditation teacher by the School of Positive Transformation. She teaches mindfulness workshops and helps others overcome their disempowering emotions and beliefs and reach their potential. Her mission is to put an end to all human suffering by acting the inner by activating the inner technology and beauty that each of us carry within and empowering and inspiring others to achieve their purpose in life and shed our light collectively to the world because peace, love, and consciousness have a ripple effect on the world. A connection to the intelligence of the heart is a connection to self-empowerment. By discovering our inner technology and who we really are, we can reach our potential. Goddess girl, you are amazing. <laughs> thank you, You're thank amazing. you. So well, aren't we all <laughs> here in, 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 in all the ambassadors of one million, aren't we all? You know, we've got a pretty good tribe here, I have to say. You know, we're, we're kind of cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. We were, yeah. we were, we were <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so Jen, tell us, what inspired you to join the movement of One Million Meditators? <sighs> well, I was teaching back in 2017. I was not trained to be back then a meditation, mindfulness or meditation teacher, but I was already teaching hard math to my high school students. And uh, till this day, we, we formed a very strong bond because there was something that was telling me that we all have to connect from the heart and we have to meditate. And they, these were teenagers, 17, 18 years old. And I thought I would have a tough time and actually, they liked it because it was a challenge for me. I'm Jewish and they are Catholic. This was a Catholic school. How do you teach spirituality? Ooh. So the only way to do it was through heart math, heart science, facts, and they all did their investigation. And my dream was like, oh my gosh, one day I have to get certified by heart math. Back in those days, it was not possible. You know, you had to come to the States and don't ask. But ask the un and the universe responds, right? So uh, now everything is being done online. Now I am in the States and my dream came true. And uh, as, I, uh, as you read in my bio, we all need to discover the beauty, the beautiful technology that we have in our hearts. And not only in our hearts, there's much more than that. The power of imagination and visualization that's what I teach in my workshops. We human beings, because of the mirror neurons, and please, you can Google it or listen to Greg Braden and all other scientists, by imagining things or by keeping our, an image in our mind's eye, we can make it happen. We can collapse a wave of possibility into matter. So this is why it's very dangerous if you watch violent movies all day long, what are you creating and recreating? And people don't know this. People have to be mindful, right? 
of uh, the tools, the tools, because otherwise we're going to be like monkeys with an AK-47 just shooting randomly, not knowing what we're doing. But what is mindfulness? First of all, mindful, I'm going to introduce myself now. <laughs> mindfulness, <sighs> the technical definition is just being in the present moment, observing sensations, observing emotions, observing thoughts without judgment. But it, I don't know about you, to me, it doesn't tell me much. In the present moment, mm, without judgment. And then, of course, it sounds a little bit uh, Buddhist-like, and some people might be attracted by those words, by the, the word Buddhism, while others might be repelled. Do much, do much. Whereas if I tell you that you go out of your monkey mind, that will never, the monkey mind never settles. It's always jumping from branch to branch. And this is why we don't have time. We cannot sleep. Yes, because the monkey mind is active throughout the day. And some people also have it at throughout, the, throughout the night. Whereas if you tame that animal of your monkey mind, monkey mind and you go into your heart, try to do that. Let's do this with the, our audience right now. Focus your attention in the area of your heart. Eyes open. That's the challenge. Eyes open. This is called, this is a heart math technique called. Eyes open, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the technique okay. is called heart-focused breathing. Okay, let's do it. It's called heart-focused breathing. Okay, this is a technique I teach if people are experiencing anxiety. Eyes open, focus your attention in the area of your heart. You can choose to look at the wall or somewhere and breathe throughout your heart as if, you're, as if the breath was flowing in and out of your heart. Just, just be a witness of how you feel and your experience. Just stay there for one minute. And when you're ready, you can come back to the screen. It was different. It was challenging because you're doing it with eyes open. That means the brain is always judging. What's the meaning of judging? Let's go back to the definition of mindfulness. Judging is that the brain is always analyzing. Tick, 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 tick. It's like a radar, always looking for threats. This is why people tend to be so negative, because by default, we're wired to see threats. This is why we're always negative. Whereas if you go to your heart, I don't know if you experience this, but you go into non-analytical mode. Suddenly, everything is neutral. This is what the ancients, and this is what Greg Braden talks about when he says, Shante Ishta, the eye, the non-judgmental eye of the heart. Now, he says that there is not a word in English for this, if I remember well. There's another doctor mind over medicine that I'm reading right now. 
Lisa Rankin, I think. I just started reading this book. I, I shift from book to book, you know. My monkey mind is in my books. <laughs> and uh, she also says that the word mindfulness comes from the language Pali, which was the language of Buddha. And it means, it means the connection heart and, and, and brain. But there's not a word in English. No. There is a word in English, and you know what the word is? Heart-brain coherence. The HeartMath Institute finally put it together. If you go into your heart, like we did now, and this is a, the challenge for, for our audience, for you and for, for everyone to, to, go, to try this when you're doing dishes or while you are doing your shopping, can you be in your heart? Because it's very distracting because you have to use the other five senses for whatever things you're doing. The moment you are into your heart, you stop analyzing. You just go into neutral. And of course, heart-focused heart breathing tells your nervous system, I'm safe. You trigger the parasympathetic nervous system and you come calm. So this is one of the techniques and this is the definition of mindfulness. Oh, um, one other thing. I would like to dedicate this conversation to my dear friend Tammy, who is in Flatbush, and to my dear friend Karen, who is in Puerto Vallarta. They both have problems sleeping, and they never had time. They, 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 they want to ask me, how come I cannot sleep? But they don't have the time to do this. If you don't dedicate the time to meditate, you eventually will have to medicate. So this is your medicine. Meditation is your medicine. The monkey mind is an addictive monkey mind. It's addicted to the, the hormones of stress. So you go about your day stressed out from branch to branch, remember? And when you go to sleep, you need to go to sleep quickly because you need to get up quickly. So you're still on your branch to branch. You need to reset your mind. Otherwise, you're going to crash. The system is going to crash at some point and you're going to have a chronic disease because how much can you, your body can take? So yes, that was a definition of mindfulness. Thank you. Well, and you know, I love and I love that you shared that because it, it's such a thing that I think just sometimes we need that reminder. You know, uh, when I was going through my training, I was introduced to a study that was done at Harvard University like about 20 years ago and it was one of the first ones starting to kind of measure, um, you know, the impacts of meditation, you know, on people because we do, we have what, what is it, 50 to 80,000 thoughts every single day that are constantly like going around our minds and our brains are filtering. And so I love what you said, we are seeking for things because we've all experienced this, I think before, you know, where we remember a song or a movie or something and we're like, oh, what is that? What is that? You know? And then once you let it go and you allow the brain to just, it'll start to just filter. And then all of a sudden, you know, half an hour later or the next day or whenever it is you're standing in the line, of, you know, maybe the grocery store and all of a sudden that song will come on and you're like, right. Yeah. yeah. You're, you know, your brain is searching in the future. 
yeah, like it, it's searching for it. So, you know, there's that piece of when we are like living in the future, we, you know, we cause that anxiety within ourselves in the past, that depressive, you know, that depression kind of comes along. So, you know, being present and mindful um, sounds simple, but like you say, it's actually a practice, you know, it's something that you have to put some energy into. So could you tell me a little bit your experience, you know, working with a heart math? I love it. I was introduced to it you know, several years ago and um, I've just, I've, I've, I've loved it that they've come out and they've shared this and I find the coherence piece so, so beautiful when you watch things um, come into harmony. So in regards to meditation, global meditation, because of course we've got another one coming up here in March uh, here at One Million uh, Meditators. What's your experience with that, um, that well, heart I'm, coherence I'm, collective? I'm going to link exactly the impulse of creating coherence in our bodies and the importance of being here in One Million Meditators and being part of One Million Meditators. You see, when you create coherence in your heart, you... Uh, <clears throat> go into harmony. Your brain waves are like this, the monkey mind. These are beta waves. When you go into heart-focused breathing or into meditation, then you go into alpha, which are sine waves, ideally, or maybe theta, which is sleep or sleep-like waves, brain waves. You slow them down and they, and they become harmonious. So when you uh, when you make uh, coherent your heart with your brain, then the heart order to the, order to the brain because we have more cables from the heart to the brain than vice versa. You tell your brain, Shh, chill out. And by resonance, because the heart is 5,000 times more electromagnetic than the, than the brain, by resonance, by magnetic resonance, all your other organs in your system become coherent. It gives you harmony. It gives you order. Put things into, into order. Our biology is all the time shifting. Uh, the Logics uh, Research Center in Kansas has, uh, has discovered that our hearts produce light, beat my speed myself. It's a scientific thing. Our hearts produce light. So of course, if you use the power of your visualization and you see this light coming and putting order in your system, and because of the electromagnetic field that we produce, we also create an impact in the people that live under a roof and because electromagnetism it's like wi-fi we go beyond walls so how big can your soul be this is one of the levels of the soul that i was teaching in in the cabalistic approach uh, back in the drops of light project one of the things i i do but i I like mindfulness because it's a language that talks to everybody. So if 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 I if my electromagnetic body goes beyond my my body and beyond walls, and if you're next to me, Tara, where does my body end and where does yours begin? 
jump, no, jump, no. We're much more than our bodies, right? So we are literally swimming in a pool of electromagnetic fields. We influence each other. We are entangled. We are a collective soul. By doing these programs in One Million Meditators or the, the Global Coherence Initiative in HeartMath, we have certain slots uh, and also our calendars in HeartMath where by GPS we connect to um, magneto, magneto, mag, geomag, something about geology um, the HeartMath Institute has installed all over the world these devices that measure heart coherence and connect with GPS zones. Uh, they did a collective meditation and you can see how the, um, the heart of the earth, how collectively human beings are resonating and are being um, together a whole coherent soul. So we not only influence our biology, but we influence each other and we influence the coherence and coherence is also of information. So it sounds, it sound, might sound cheesy, but yes, let's vibrate in love because the highest vibration is love. And once you understand the science behind it, then you cannot help yourself but feel in love with life, in love with everyone. And uh, I would add to One Million Meditators slogan, not only love yourself and love the planet, love the people, even if they are difficult, because that's the challenge, the people the people, right? Even if they are not like you, even if they don't have the same ideology, if you have two paradoxes that contradict each other, then go a level above your consciousness and build a bridge. There's always a bridge to merge to apparent opposites. So we have a responsibility to the world and to our human race, right? We have to be coherent. We have, please, I, I invite you, uh, meditators and non-meditators, to be part of this initiative in One Million Meditators. We all ambassadors I am an ambassador, half for Mexico and half for the U.S. because I am Mexican. <laughs> and, and I know you heard an accent here. I, I'm a Mexican, but I'm also kind of American because I live here in America now. So it's very important that we should undertake the responsibility to be part of the movement, to be part of this collective soul and to help cure our planet. Mm. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, you know, it's I, I love everything that you've just shared, especially with this coherence, going back to that study I was talking about, you know, one of the things that they identified, you know, 20 some years ago was that we were entering that, like, you know, flight, fight, stress response 15 to 20 times per day. And if you think about it now, you know, throwing in technology and how much faster the times and things have changed, you know, the millennials and stuff, it's just even more and more important. I can't even imagine what that number might look like for somebody today when we're not practicing mindfulness. And 
you know, the effects that it has on our body. Because when we go into that response, you know, our blood pressure is up, our heart rate's up, usually, you know, and it affects our, like you say, it affects our physical chemistry of, yeah. you know, of our bodies. I'm so just, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you three questions, not you, but, but you, my audience, our audience, three questions, and you will know if you need mindfulness and meditation or not. How well is your sleep? Number two, how productive are you? And number three, how is your biology? Are you sick of anything? Do you suffer from any condition? These are indicators of uh, how well you perform. And there are more indicators, but I don't want to, you know, how how you manage your emotions. Are you reactive? Are you proactive? Are you compassionate to yourself? Because sometimes we can be very compassionate to others, but when it comes to ourselves, oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, how stupid of me. This is not compassion towards ourselves or the other way around. No, sometimes we're compassionate to ourselves and we're nasty to others. So the gap between what you say you are, where's the camera? <laughs> between what you say you are and, and the talk, you know, Every time, close the gap until you align yourself and and others, others for what they are, for what they have, and be compassionate to yourself and be compassionate to others. Yeah, I love that. And it seems like a very fitting time to do our love share of the week now that we're sending out love. So this week, um, I'm going to do my love share, and um, I'm sending it out. I'm doing it to my mom this week, you know, yeah. um, mom, you know, you're there. You do these things for me every now and then. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Leah, mm. whoever you want to send your love share out to this week. Uh, <laughs> I would like to share my love to, to the family I left in Mexico and to the family I left in Israel. And to the people struggling right now, the people that uh, need to be awakened, we need to tell them that they have immense powers, immense powers within, and they can heal. And we're here to help them heal. And uh, to all the people who are sick, there was a study, Joe Dispenza, in one of his workshops was doing a um, he displayed a study of, I don't remember the, the name of the doctor in San Diego California they extracted some blood from people who did not meditate expose it to the virus and of course the blood got infected they had these people meditated for a week after that, they took another blood sample, University of California, San Diego, and they exposed it to the thing, and uh, it didn't react so quickly. It was, it, was, it was resistant to the virus. So don't believe everything you see. Um, we have the power to overcome this, and if you're bonding with the other, Ling McTaggart in her book, The Bond, illust illustrates, and this was 2000 and uh, way back. She says that we're not really wired to survive. Our, our survival instinct is not that 
the uh, primal instinct. Our, our basic instinct is to bond. Mm -hmm. It's to bond. We're all looking for bonding. So mm -hmm. let's bond together. Love unconditionally. No matter what, no matter who. And in this way, you raise your vibration. Again, this word of by, but it's not, but it's not just uh, woo-woo stuff. Mm -hmm. Raise your vibration and transcend your biology, transcend all maladies, transcend um, all the negativity and become, reach your purpose, become who you're supposed to become. Mm -hmm. That was, was a beautiful love. That was a really good one. Like, woohoo! Leah's on fire. I was inspired. <laughs> She's inspired. Yeah. And I just want to give a quick shout out. Hello to Paulina, to Lisa. I see there's a few more comments and gone through. Oh my Thank God. you guys for joining us today. And if you are here, um, please let us know where you're from. And if you're catching the replay, hashtag replay. Um, oh, Leah has disappeared. I don't know. <laughs> she's she's just gone off the map so we'll see if she comes back here um leah does have a workshop coming up um oh here she is we can talk about this in just one second i'm gonna pop her back in i, I, wanted, to see, I wanted to see the comments and i tapped on something and, and oh well never mind she left she's astral traveling. <laughs> she's I like traveling so i just wanted to mention you do have um a workshop coming up yes, in yes those are the goodies the juicy okay. goodies give us so, the give us the juice uh, <laughs> i'm gonna give you the juice <laughs> next month feb uh, march march the 7th I'm planning to launch a mindfulness and meditation workshop. We're going to be seeing what mindfulness is and what for. We're going to see addictive thinking patterns because we're addicted to our thoughts. We're going to see the power of the heart, the power of our emotions, and we're going to set goals to create the life that we want to transcend. Now, that's the good news, and it's going to be a signature course. The bad news is that it's going to be in Spanish. Well, but that's, that's good news. That's good news for a lot of people because, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I'm just going to have to feel into it. <laughs> but the other good news is that it's going to be in English sometime in April. At the end of April, I'm going to have it available also in in English, with very, very, very nice materials, with the audios, with meditations, etc., etc., and well, these the part of the of the earnings are going to go to do charity because I I think it's important that we have a fund to help people financially. So it's a beautiful project, and uh, well, for one million meditators, I want to launch. Uh, a program in Spanish, a weekly program in Spanish about meditación, mindfulness y meditación en español. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, you can look for Leah once a week. She does broadcast on One Million Meditators so you can get more of her juiciness and all that she teaches and has to offer. This has been incredible. But before you go, I need to know if I was to give you a magic wand and you could wave it. What magic would you manifest? 
from the bottom of my heart, I had to, to listen to my heart. I would like to stop human suffering. I would like all humans to live in peace, reach their potential, uh, use their powers to heal themselves, to heal others, that there should be abundance, that the blocks of, of flow should be completely dissolved because it is up to us and, and our beliefs to dissolve those blocks and we'll live in a perfect world in utopy. Yes, it, we can make it happen. It's not in the books, it's in our hearts and uh, in our love. So that's it. Thank you so much for having me, Tara. And uh, if you need more information, I am at mindfultransformation.org and I will be here every week, at this time in Espanol, para las personas que hablan Espanol, para las personas que necesitan ayuda. Eh, vamos a estar haciendo un programa especial, semanal, de mindfulness y meditación. Más información en esta página. Yeah. See, it just sounds beautiful. I could just sit here and listen to you. You can just talk all day. Uh, uh, jugoso, jugoso. You know what jugoso means? Mm -mm. Juicy. Ooh, see, you, you sent me the juicy song, girl. So you, you know, we gotta go now. I, I was taking a shower this morning, and I was, and I was thinking about about the the juicy song. Oh, that was so much fun, Tara. Thank you for awesome. having me. I felt, I felt like I'm like at home, like you know, totally inhibited. Oh, well, thank you so much. And of course, we will post the links below where you can find Leah um, and catch up with her once a week here on One Million Meditators. Um, I, can't pose the, I can't pose the thing is because I touched the other, the other, the other we, a while ago. A I can post it after. We can post w, it. www.mindfultransformation.org. There, I'm popping it in and we will or, make sure. On my Instagram, which is um, at B, B mindful 99 but B as a B, because you should, it's a play of words with a B, buzzing, B mindful 99 So thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, please comment and share. Again, we'd love to hear from you. And if you are catching this on the podcast, please leave us a review. We really, really appreciate that. And we will be, of course, back again next week. Thank you, Leah. Such an honor to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy Bye the Sarah. sunshine in Miami, girl. Yeah. Have a beautiful day. And send some <laughs> thank of you. all of us here. <laughs> Cheers. Love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.